0: Hey guys, welcome. I'm going to start a new series on my channel here and it's going to be a podcast. So I'm going to start this podcast. I'm going to call it The Story Behind the Photograph. So I'm just going to kind of do this series for, I don't know, maybe some storytelling of some of the photographs I've made over the years as well as uh, getting into some technical things and and also just kind of tell my story on, you know, how. my photography story. So uh, I figured it's a a good way for for you guys to maybe listen or hear uh, some of the things, some of the adventures I've been on. So I hope you guys will join me along for this and feel free to subscribe and like and comment, give me a rating, whatever you do on podcasts. I have no idea. It's my first one. So uh, let's jump into it. I'm going to start to kind of give you a backstory, uh, a little history of how I got started into photography, and then we're going to jump into one of the first photographs or set of photographs that I was actually really pretty proud of that I that I made. So uh, back in 2011 or so, um, I actually got started on the Google Plus network. Uh, I was one of the early adopters because I was uh, I had Google a Gmail account, and so they said, sent me an invite and said, "Hey." We're gonna start this new social media. We want you to be one of the first ones on there, or whatever. So I signed up for it, and I was always interested in photography. So I, you know, they recommended some photography uh, circles or uh, photographers, and so I started following some different photographers, and um, I learned a lot from them from seeing. A lot of times they would post their photos as well as the um, the. EXIF data, how they took the photo, you know, what their settings were, why they chose the settings, things like that. So it was actually a really helpful network for me, and um, especially not knowing much about uh, settings of photography. I knew kind of composition and and things like that, but um, not, not as well as I, as I do now, but I kind of understood some of the basics. So anyways, I... Uh, You know, I I talked to my wife for probably over a year and was like, oh, I need to get a camera, I need to get a real camera. And I was using a point-and-shoot, like a Canon ELF point-and-shoot or my cell phone a lot of the times. And those were okay, but I really wanted to get a DSLR because that's what I saw was the, um, you know, the tool to to create these photographs I was seeing these people make. So... Um, as I got into it, I, I subscribed to a website called digital, digitalphotographyschool.com. Uh, so plug for them if you want to go subscribe to their weekly newsletter or their blog, whatever they put out. It's actually very helpful. They post articles on, um, you know, just basics of photography, how to shoot things, everything like that. It was very instrumental to me to get those weekly emails or bi-weekly. I don't remember what they were, but I would read those and I would learn how and why to use the settings or how to light a, a person or the different you know um, techniques for shooting long exposures or all kinds of different things. So it's very helpful to, to learn that stuff. So I learned that, I started learning that about a year before I even got a camera. So I always credit that to kind of why uh, when I got my DSLR, I kind of, I feel like I progressed very quickly. I already kind of knew what I was getting into. I just had to learn my camera a little bit. So um, so I got my first camera. It's a Nikon D5100 for Christmas 2012. And I knew I wanted to get into uh, flash photography. Uh, one of my good friends now, and I, I stalked him for a year and a half on Google Plus, Scott Jarvie. And his f- photography style was uh, flash photography. And he did a lot of weddings and portraits, things like that with flash. And they were just bright and colorful. And I really like that style so that's what I knew I wanted to get into. So after about, uh, I don't know, two or two or three months of, of having this camera and learning it, I bought a really cheap flash which at the time was kind of expensive now compared to some of the cheap flashes you can get that work pretty good. This one didn't work very good at all, in fact I think it broke after about six months and never worked again. Um, but uh, So I bought a cheap flash with a Cheap kit on Amazon, like a lighting kit. It came with some stands and some shoot-through umbrellas and reflective umbrellas. Uh, I think most of my um, shoot-through umbrellas. In fact, I know all of the shoot-through umbrellas have all ripped or broken or whatever. They were pretty flimsy. I think most umbrellas are pretty flimsy, and you can kind of go through those pretty quick. But anyway, so I I got one of those, and I started learning lighting patterns, and I learned you know how the different lighting patterns to light somebody's face and what things to look for. So after a little while feeling comfortable taking selfies of my, you know, of me, and I think I took some of my wife and maybe some of my kids or something like that to try and learn some of the lighting patterns, I uh, reached out to, um, uh, on a Facebook group, a modeling Facebook group, a local one, said, hey, I'm looking to photograph a model. This is the theme we're doing. It was actually Little Red Riding Hood. So I thought, oh, this would be cool to kind of shoot. So I was looking for, um, you know, a model that was uh, had b- brown hair, and a, or somebody that I thought would fit with a little Red Riding Hood. I think brown or blonde hair. I don't think it really mattered. But um, so a model reached out uh, on my on my post and said, "Hey, I'm in, you know, I'm located nearby in Ogden, and I'd love to shoot, you know." So uh, we set up the shoot. Uh, we actually had my wife's cousin make this uh, red Riding Hood cape um, we bought all the material and she just uh, sewed it together um, and we actually still have the cape and I probably will I intend on using it for another shoot someday but uh, we still have that and we took this uh, this I don't know Easter egg basket or wicker basket that we had and we um, grabbed an actual dishcloth because it had the red and white checkers so it looked you know, like a picnic basket and so we threw that on there and kind of fluffed it up with some I don't know towels or something like that to make it look like a, she had a nice picnic basket. And then we went uh, to the woods near my house and found this cool old red barn and just kind of photographed in in that area. I really didn't have an idea of what I was doing other than I knew kind of the settings that I was doing. I didn't know posing at all with models and stuff so it was actually great to work. With somebody that had a little bit of experience um, modeling and posing. And and Keisha was a great example of, you know, facial expressions and and posing. So she kind of made it easy. So um, if you're getting into shooting models, maybe find somebody that has a little bit of experience so that it's, um, you know, a little more comfortable for you. And and, uh, you can always, they always prefer to have some direction, but, you know, you can kind of, You can tell when they have experience and they kind of know what to do with their hands so that was helpful and um, so we just got into this shoot and we found a couple cool little spots and we uh, actually started walking back to the car after we were done it was getting pretty dark and the moon was up and i was like oh how cool is that little red riding hood the big bad wolf you know there's a full there's a full moon up but let's try and get this shot of the moon so this last photo here has the moon and she's kind of looking up at the moon and I was pretty proud of that I thought that was pretty cool that I got the moon exposed I got the model uh, what I thought fairly well lit and I still think is you know fairly well lit and background's a little dark but it's you know a dark forest at night whatever so um, you know I just felt like this whole set of, uh, of photographs as I look at them, I'm still pretty proud of them. I think the lighting is good, everything's sharp. I don't think I overdid the processing. That's one thing I always was keen on is not to over process or try not to over process. I probably look back at some photographs and go, Whoa, what the heck were you thinking there when you when you edited that one? You know, but I never try to overdo the skin or make it look too soft or do the zombie eyes or anything like that. So you know, I was Pretty proud of this photograph and or this this set of photographs, and like I said, I still am. Um, so that's kind of the 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 story behind this photograph or this set of photographs. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I hope it's helpful. If you have any questions about it, um, I'll try and remember how I shot this. I can look at camera settings and stuff, but mostly it was just a shoot through umbrella, which. Uh, you know just cut, scattered light everywhere and so nice kind of soft light um, for the scene and it didn't look like it was too uh, directional or, or harsh or anything like that. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, if you did give it a like, comment, subscribe and uh, this is it. That's the story behind the photograph. Till next time. Thanks guys. Bye.